Welcome to Premiere the Play, bringing the theater from our homes to yours. Premiere the Play, new theatrical works from the pen to the page to the podcast. Welcome to another episode of Premiere the Play. I'm Rebecca Lynn, and today we'll be delving into a relationship strained by cancer in Open House by Jane M. Lee. Open House stars Jeff Donnell, Brendan Clifford, Cameron Lay, Matt Landig, V. Ritchie, and Matt W. Kim. Attention shoppers, don't miss the special sale on buttercream yogurt. Always fresh and creamy buttercream yogurt in the dairy aisle. 20% off. Here, this one's on sale. What's the expiration date on this? It's yogurt. I know it's yogurt. I want to know when it expires. It's yogurt. It's already full of bacteria. It's fermented milk solids. How can there be an expiration date for something that's already inherently expired? No, you're thinking of cheese. Yogurt expires. Yogurt is the same as cheese. It's halfway to being cheese. Like if you were making cheese and you got tired and stopped in the middle, you'd have yogurt. No, I know yogurt can go bad because I once ate a yogurt that looked kind of strange, this funny sort of yellowish, runny-looking yogurt, and then I got the flu. Only I don't think it was the flu. I think it was food poisoning from the yogurt. Maybe you're lactose intolerant. Here, I found it. See, it says it expires 7.30.98. That's yesterday. So it's still good. It's only one day. But it expired yesterday. That means it's bad. But it's still on the store shelves. That means it's good. That's a sell-by date. You still have a week to use it. No, it's a use-by date. You have to use it by then. Besides, if the sell-by date was yesterday, they shouldn't be selling it today. It's only one day. Only a day. Only a day. Don't you realize one day can make a big difference? If this is still about the other day, I told you I had to work late that day. We can go see Antonio Banderas next week. What was the movie anyway? You don't even remember. It's The Mask of Zorro. It's only been out for two weeks. It's still new. You have no consideration for other people's plans. That was a... That was a big day for me. And do you realize how many bacteria can grow in one day? Just get the yogurt and let's go. You shouldn't try to get rid of something like that just because it's starting to go bad. It's not right. Who's getting rid of anything? This yogurt. They're putting it on special, and it's already expired. Look, I'm sorry about the movie. I shouldn't have canceled at the last minute like that. Now, can we just get another brand and go home? You know it's not about the movie. Well, you should have told me instead of just expecting me to know. I wanted to surprise you. I didn't know I had to make a special request for you to show up when you said you would. I didn't say that. You know I would have come if I could. I just had to work that day. It was a last-minute thing, okay? It won't happen again. How do I know it won't happen again? I'm telling you it won't. You told me you'd be there, and you weren't. Do you have to make a big thing out of this? What is that supposed to mean? I'm just supposed to forget the whole thing like it was no big deal? It was a big deal. It was one stupid movie. 
I had to work late for one day and change one stupid plan. Give me a break. It wasn't a stupid plan. I said I was sorry. Fine. And I won't do it again. I mean it this time. I'm tired of letting things go. I'm tired of you being sorry. I'm not going to keep pretending these things don't happen. <laughs> what, you're going to move out again? Maybe. So you move your stuff into the other bedroom. You'll move it back again in a few days. Maybe I won't this time. <laughs> you know you will. You always do. Maybe I'm tired of coming back and hoping you'll change when you never do. Maybe I'm tired of moving the furniture every time you get mad. It's not funny. <laughs> I didn't say it was. There's nothing funny about a guy who's so afraid of change he moves his clothes eight feet on the other side of a wall and calls it moving out. I'm not afraid of change. Sure you're not. At least I can fold the towels a different way without losing sleep over the direction of the crease. At least I can buy dairy products without taking 20 minutes to decide. How did we get on this anyway? I just wanted some yogurt. Right. And it's not just me being paranoid. You know, food poisoning is a serious concern. You can die from it. I've heard it's happened. It's not going to happen to you. Your immune system's fine. So let's just get the yogurt and go. Go where? Go home. Where else? It's late. I'm tired and I want to go to bed. And we go? I know. What? I know, Larry, okay? I know why you didn't come to the movies. So let's just stop pretending. I told you. I had work. We've been over this. Yeah, well, that's not what your friend said. What friend? I don't have any friends. You're the only friend I have. Your little friend with the studio for rent. Remember him? Yeah, him. He left a message on the machine for you, and I heard it. I know all about it. I didn't get any message. I got the message. That's how I know what you were up to. You erased my message without telling me? You were looking for an apartment. A studio for one person. You stood me up so you could go look for an apartment for yourself behind my back. I told you we needed to each have our own voicemails. I knew this would happen. I can't believe you erased my message. You went behind my back. Well, what were you doing listening to my messages anyway? Tell me that. That was private. Well, you got the damn studio. There's your message, you bastard. Well, it's too late now, isn't it? Because I never got the message, and now he probably thinks I'm blowing him off. And that's what happens when people don't give other people their private messages. What are you talking about? We're not supposed to have secrets. There's not supposed to be anything private between us. What are you, just waiting for me to get better so you can get the hell out of here? Get out while you can before the sick loser needs you again. I told you I didn't know about the remission or I would have met you at the movie. No, you just thought you'd bail out on a cancer patient while he's still sick. Couldn't even wait till I got better, could you? You were better. The chemo ended months ago. This scan was just a formality. What do you want me to say? I didn't know about the remission. I didn't know it was important. I thought it was just a movie. I saw this ad for an open house and I just went to look. It didn't mean anything. I was just looking. If you wanted to move out, you should have said something. If you didn't want to be with me, you should have said something. Just because I'm sick, you don't have to lie to me. You're not sick anymore and I'm not lying. I do want to be with you, you know that. Then what were you doing looking at some other guy's apartment when you were supposed to be celebrating with me? Or are you just waiting for me to die so you can move into your new studio and have your own place by your own damn self? You're not going to die. Look, let's just get this yogurt. We'll get the expensive brand. We can go home and we can talk about it, okay? I can explain. Forget the yogurt. I'm leaving. Greetings, shoppers. Don't forget the great special on yogurt. Fresh and creamy in our dairy aisle. Morning. Hi. Coffee? No.
yogurt again. Of course. It's kind of complicated, isn't it? What is? The thing you're doing with the yogurt. The thing? What thing? That whole thing. First you open the fridge and take out a carton of yogurt and a box of blueberries. Then you take out two bowls and a half pint drinking glass. So? Then you put some of the berries in the first bowl and wash them. You put away the rest of the berries. You take down a box of granola and pour some granola into the second bowl. Then you get a spoon. You open the carton of yogurt and spoon some into the glass. I know. What's your point? You put berries and granola on top of the yogurt. Then you add more yogurt. Then you repeat. Why are you narrating my morning routine? It's awfully complicated. The berries and the granola and the two bowls and the spoon and the drinking glass, that whole routine. It's awfully complicated. It's not that hard. I know it's not hard. It's just so many little steps, you know? So? Nothing. I was just noticing is all. I've seen you eat your yogurt every morning for two years now, and it just struck me how complicated it all is. I mean, most people, when they eat yogurt, just open up the carton and go to town. But you make a whole production out of it. I like it this way. It tastes better this way. But you can't even taste the yogurt with all that other stuff mixed in. That's why I like it better this way. I don't like the taste of yogurt. That's not why I eat it. You know that. I know, I know. Your grandfather, he ate yogurt every day of his life and it cured his cancer. No, that's not the story at all. You always forget. My grandfather never had cancer. That's the point. So what does that have to do with the yogurt? He ate yogurt for breakfast every day of his life and he never got cancer or any other disease ever. And he lived to be 104. And it was all because of the yogurt. It's good for you. Seems far-fetched to me. I can't have it come back. I can't get sick again. You won't. You can't know that. Why are you bringing up yogurt now, anyway? I've been doing this every day for the last two years, and you never said anything before. I never noticed before. How could you not notice? I do it every day. I guess I wasn't paying attention. I'm usually reading the paper. I wish you paid more attention to me sometimes. Let's go see that movie tonight. The movie? The Antonio Banderas movie. You know, the one we were going to see the other day. Oh. That movie. What was it again? The Mask of Zorro. I really am sorry. It didn't mean anything. It was just a whim, an impulse. It was a studio apartment for one person. That's not necessarily true. We knew that couple who lived in a studio apartment together for a year in grad school, remember? What couple? I don't know any couple. Brad and Julie. You know, they shared that studio for a year. They broke up after six months. They said they couldn't stand not having any privacy. But then they got back together later and got married, so the studio was really fine. They got divorced three years after the wedding. But the divorce had nothing to do with the studio, and they had two kids together. So what, you're just trying to tell me you went looking for a studio apartment for both of us, when we have a two-bedroom apartment with a balcony? I'm just saying you don't need to read so much into this. You know I like real estate. You do always watch House Hunters. I was just looking. But why keep it from me? I don't know. I didn't want you to get upset. I wouldn't have been upset. <laughs> you were totally upset. You shouted at me and stormed out of the grocery store without paying for your groceries. You were so upset that you literally shoplifted. Because you didn't tell me. If you had told me, I wouldn't have been upset. Maybe. Maybe. Come on. 
Keith, you're always mad. You get mad at me all the time. That's not true. You spend more time living in the spare room than in our room. You're exaggerating. I'm just saying maybe you could be a little less sensitive sometimes. What, are you saying I'm oversensitive? I'm not oversensitive. You can be a little touchy once in a while. That is such a shitty thing to say to someone. Don't be so sensitive. You're too touchy. I don't know. Maybe just be nicer then. You're right. I'm sorry. You said that already. Well, I mean it this time, okay? I'm not oversensitive. Let me take you to the movie this weekend, and dinner afterward, we'll celebrate. The French place? Sure. The French place. All right. But no secrets anymore. No more secrets. Thanks for giving me a chance to explain. I was afraid you wouldn't want to see me again after what happened. No, I'm glad you called. I was hoping we'd get a chance to talk. Come on in, make yourself comfortable. It's a nice place. It's bigger than I remembered. Thanks. I think it looks better at night. You can't see as much of the clutter. I'm kind of surprised it's still available. I thought for sure it would be taken by now. You know how it is with the housing market here. Well, I was going to have another open house if I had time, but I've been kind of busy. And actually, I don't know, I was sort of hoping I'd hear back from you. I mean, I know when people don't call back, that means they're not serious about wanting a place, but I'm just glad that it wasn't the case with you. No, not at all. Like I said, I just didn't get the message. I knew you probably gave it to someone else, but I just thought I should call anyway and make sure, you know, just in case. Well, I'm glad you called. Me too. So, then you do want the apartment? Oh, well, um, actually... You don't want the apartment? I'm not sure. I thought that's why you called back. Well, it was, but it's kind of complicated. I'm sorry, I haven't explained everything. Can I explain? Oh, there's more? I mean, I mean, it was because I didn't get the message, but there's a specific reason why I didn't get the message. Look, Larry, I just want to know, do you, do you want the apartment or not? Because if you do, to be honest with you, I wouldn't normally say this right up front, but if you want it, it's yours. I mean, I had a good feeling about you when I saw you at the open house. And after talking to you in person, you know, one-on-one, -on -one, you seem like somebody I can trust. And it's important to have someone I can trust, you know, because it's my home I'm going to be handing over. So I, I can't just sublet to anybody. No, I understand. And I think I'm trustworthy. At least I'm glad you think I am. And it's a great place. I really like the place. But there's sort of extenuating circumstances. Larry, wait. I, I think I know what you might be, what you're trying to say here. You do? Yeah. I, I think I do. I mean, I don't want to be too forward, and I wouldn't normally you know, say this up front, but if you're trying to say that you're attracted to me, it's definitely mutual. What? You know, just the way you're acting, and I think we really hit it off at the coffee shop tonight, so, I mean, if you're just pretending about the apartment because you're interested in me romantically, it's okay. You don't have to pretend. No, I'm not. I mean, I'm not sure about the apartment, but I'm not... You don't understand. I'm in a relationship. I have a boyfriend and an apartment. We live together. I don't understand. Why did you call me then? Why are you here? I know. I'm sorry. I don't really understand myself. Are you looking for your own apartment? I shouldn't be. Are you looking for a new relationship? He's sick. My boyfriend. Keith, he's been sick. Cancer. 
that's not a good reason to stay in a relationship. I didn't mean that. He's better now anyway. He's in remission. He actually just got his six-month scans. That's not a good reason to stay either. Look, I'm really sorry about the apartment and the inconvenience. I really shouldn't have been looking in the first place. Keith found out and he raised your message. That's why I didn't get it before. Wow. You mean you get your messages on the same machine? You should really have your own voicemail. Keith doesn't like having anything secret between us. Does he even know you're here? I shouldn't be here. I just came, I just came to explain, to tell you why I can't take the apartment. Or anything. Anything else. But you want to. You do want to. I can tell. It doesn't matter what I want. You're a great guy, and it's a great apartment. Look, Larry, I probably shouldn't be saying anything, and I know it isn't any of my business, but I know what it's like to look for an apartment in this city. It's living hell. Okay? And trying to find a, a romantic relationship, that's even harder. So anyone who already has both and still goes out looking for a new one voluntarily, well, it seems like there's some issues there. There aren't any issues. Do you want me to give the apartment to somebody else? Because it's yours if you want it, but if you're not interested, just give me the word. I'll give it to somebody else. There aren't any issues. I'm staying with Keith. I mean, it's not about staying. I am with Keith. Look, why don't you just think it over, and then we can have coffee again next week. It's just coffee. I really shouldn't. Look, there's nothing wrong with having your own friends. Don't you ever get tired of Keith's company? I don't know. I've been so wrapped up in him for so long, just trying to get through all the treatments, waiting for things to get better. It was hard to find time for anything else. I got swallowed up in it. We both did. What about before the cancer? It's hard to remember. What did you do before he got sick? What did you do for fun? He likes movies. He has a big crush on Antonio Banderas. He likes to watch House Hunters and fantasize about redecorating our apartment. And he likes to go out to French restaurants or stay home and cook a fancy meal. What about you? What do you like to do? I don't know. Well, how can you not know? I don't know. I like to do what Keith likes to do. I like to spend time with him. Yeah, but what about when you're not with Keith? I'm always with Keith. What about before? Before you were with him? I did what my ex wanted to do. That is no way to live. No, it's, it's not like that. It's not what you're thinking. I'm easy, you know? I can have a good time doing anything. I can... Hang out on the couch with a bowl of popcorn and Law and & Order on TV. It doesn't have to be anything special. But don't you think you deserve to do what you want sometimes? That is what I want. I want to make people happy. What else do you want? Do you want to sublet my apartment? Do you want to see me again? Maybe. Maybe. Yes. Great, so do I. Let's do it then. I'll take you to lunch. No, I will take you to dinner. It's not that simple. It doesn't have to be complicated. Look, we both want to. Let's just do this. It's not just about what I want. The apartment and you. Keith needs me. I have the lease on our apartment. It's in my name. If I move out and he hasn't been working, he's been sick. I don't know what to tell you. I know. Where were you? At work. Where else? Really? At work. That's what I just said. You get him off work at 6 p.m. sharp every day. 
You take five minutes to change your shoes and pack up your bag. It takes you seven minutes to walk to the train and wait for the train, 40 minutes to ride the train, another four minutes to walk home, two minutes to pick up the mail and walk up the stairs. That puts you at our door at 6.58 p.m. every night. Jesus Christ, Keith, could you be a little more specific? You get home at 6.58 every night, and it is now 8.12, and you just walked in. Where have you been? At work. Something came up and I had to stay late. The last time something came up and you had to work late, you were at some other guy's open house looking at a studio apartment behind my... We've been over this. That was just one time and I said I was sorry. Today was just work. Really. What exactly came up? It wouldn't make any sense to you. You know you've never understood what I do for a living. That's because you don't actually do anything real. You just move imaginary numbers and papers around all day. Exactly. There's no point in explaining. It's dead boring anyway. I don't believe you. Trust me, it really is deadly dull. I mean, I don't believe that you were at work. Well, I was. I can't make you believe me if you don't want to. I think you were out with some other guy. Maybe even the guy from the other night with the studio. You can think what you want. I'm too tired to argue with you tonight. Maybe I'm tired of arguing too. Why do we always argue so much? You ever think about that? It's just what we do. It doesn't mean anything. But why? Why don't we get along better? We get along fine. We just have strong opinions. Maybe we're too different. We're actually a lot alike. We like all the same things and we're both neurotic. Maybe we're too much alike. Does that even mean? Look, I get why you're mad, okay? I get it. But there's nothing I can do about it. I had to work late and there's no way I can prove it to you and there's nothing I can do to change that fact. So let's just get on with the evening, all right? Move out if you want to move out, but let's just get this over with. We've done it a million times before. What's up with you lately? Nothing's up. You're different lately. Something's off with you. Nothing's off. It's like you're distant all of a sudden. For months now, we've been in this together, getting through everything together, and now for some reason, you're pulling away. You're just imagining things. You always worry too much. Why are you pulling away when things are just at their best? The hard part is over now. We're good. Everything's good. I know. We can go back to living our lives normally now. I know. But you can't be doing this. This thing that you're doing. Going places behind my back, meeting other guys, looking at other apartments. I'm not. I, I mean, I did. But just that one time, I'm not anymore. It's like you're sabotaging us. Making problems out of nothing. Are you angry at me about something? No, I'm not angry. Do you resent me because of all we had to go through with the cancer treatments? No, of course not. Then why are you acting this way? I don't know. Figure it out then, Larry. You need to figure it out. What do we both like? What? You said we're alike, that we both like all the same things. We do. That's why we're so compatible. But what are they, these things we both like? What exactly are they? You know that already. Why are you asking me something you already know? I'm asking you to name them. French food, real estate, interior decorating, travel. And if you weren't allergic, we would have a Labradoodle. Maybe two. How do you know I like those things? You always have. We do those things all the time. Those are all the things you like to do. We do them because you want to. So do you. I, I never said I liked those things. I didn't do those things before I met you. I don't even know what the hell a Labradoodle is. A crossbreed dog. I know it's a dog, but why do people have to invent these crazy, fake, made-up dogs with stupid designer names? It's a cross between a Labrador Retriever and a Poodle. 
It combines the qualities of two of the most popular and family-friendly dog breeds known to humankind. I like mutts. I like regular, everyday, no-name, low-brow, non-pedigree mutts that you find at the animal shelter. That's what I like. Great! No problem. I like mutts just fine, too. I never said it had to be a Labradoodle. You just assumed I wanted a Labradoodle because that's what you wanted. We can't get a dog anyway. What does it matter? You're the one who's allergic. You never asked me what I wanted. You never said. You could have told me you wanted a mutt at any time and I would have been fine with it. That's on you, not me. But you never asked. Look, I can't read minds. Are you trying to tell me you don't like any of the things that I like, but you've never told me that and somehow I'm supposed to know all along? Because that doesn't make any sense. I'm just saying maybe we're not as much alike as you think. That's why you're seeing other guys behind my back. I'm not doing anything behind your back. Where is all this coming from? Why are you suddenly being so difficult? I'm just trying to tell you how I feel. About your preferred breed for the dog we can't get anyway. Maybe I'm starting to think about things that I might not have thought about before. I feel like you're questioning things when there's nothing to question. Like, you're trying to pick a fight with me for no reason. You're the one accusing me of cheating because I had to work late for one night. You're being so defensive. Anyone would be suspicious. And why are you suddenly complaining about all our favorite things to do? You just don't get it. I'm trying to listen, but I don't understand. That's just the problem. You don't understand. What do you want from me? Never mind. No, really. What do you want? All I want right now is to eat dinner and go to bed. I'm starving and exhausted. I had to work late. I know. That's what you said. Good afternoon. Would you care to buy a Bible? Excuse me? Would you like to buy a Bible? Eternal salvation and enlightenment all wrapped up in a neat leather-bound package with gilt-edged pages for the low, low cost of $29.95 plus tax. You're trying to sell me a Bible? Aren't you supposed to give those away? You know, knock on people's doors, spread the word, here's your complimentary Bible? Yeah, we tried that for a while, but it just didn't add up. Paper and ink cost money, you know. Even those little pamphlets cost a fortune to print. Forget about a whole Bible. Do you know how many pages there are in the Bible? It's a crazy long book. But you're spreading God's truth to save people. How can you charge people for that? Well, wouldn't you say eternal salvation and divine wisdom are pretty valuable commodities? Wouldn't you say they're priceless? Well, I guess. So they're obviously not going to come cheap. Now, I think $29.95 plus tax is a terrific bargain for priceless spiritual gifts, don't you? I guess, when you put it that way. I just thought you religious people weren't supposed to be so materialistic and, you know, worldly. Common misconception. We all have to live in the real world, you know. Even the Lord's children have to pay their water bills. I guess I just thought the church would take care of that for you, you know, so no one suffers from want or deprivation. Oh, hell, we're not communists. Right, so what color would you like for the gilded foil on the cover? We have gold, silver, and new age aquamarine. Oh, I'm not interested. Sorry. I'm an atheist, actually. Jesus Christ, an atheist? Are you a communist? Recovering Catholic. Well, here at Holy Ink Booksellers, we don't ask about political affiliations. Although you know what they say, there are no atheists in Foxhole. I'm living in one. 
sorry, what was that? Nothing. Are you sure you won't take one, sir? You seem a little confused, a little lost. It might help you find your way. No, thanks. So this is really what you do for a living? It's not just volunteer work? <laughs> oh, no, sir. No way can I afford to work for free. I'm a card-carrying door-to-door salesman. I know what my customers want, and I deliver. Literally. Do you sell anything else besides viables? Ooh. What are you looking for? Oh, I don't need anything. I was just curious. Ah, everybody needs something. Come on. Maybe just a little pick-me-up. Get yourself a gift. Something new. Something fun. You like encyclopedias? We've got internet. Ah, that's no way to learn about the world, mister. You can't trust half the crazies lurking out there in cyberspace. But if encyclopedias aren't what you're looking for, how about carpet cleaner? We have hardwood floors. Area rugs. Genuine wool from the back of an Andean llama. No, I... Kitchen knives, sharp as a razor and lighter than air. No, please stop. Really, no thank you. I'm not interested. Well, sir, then what is it you want? Everyone wants something in life. Everyone wants something they don't have. What is your secret, unfulfilled desire? I'll have to get back to you on that. It was cool of you to make time for lunch today. Sure. My office is just a few blocks away. No one cares if I take a long lunch. You're going to love the food here. It's the best burgers in town. Spike shakes are to die for. I haven't had a really great burger in ages. Keith is kind of a food snob. I really miss good old-fashioned American junk food. You know, the greasy stuff. It's terrible for you, but I could eat a burger and fries every day in my life. I read about this study in Sweden that said eating french fries is the fastest way to kill yourself. And even the Swedish doctors were like, yeah, you can't give up french fries. They're too good. Just eat them and take your chances. I'm always cool to take a chance. I can tell. Same with you. Me? No. I'm not really the risk-taking type. I know you like to play it safe, but you took a chance coming here. Took a chance coming in my open house. A total fluke. I can't even remember the last time I had a real conversation with a stranger. Why are you subletting your place anyway? You're not moving away. No, I got this artist residency for the next nine months. It comes with room and board and studio space, so my apartment will just be sitting here empty. I didn't know you were an artist. What kind of work do you do? Mixed media, mostly. I started with oil painting, then I got interested in, in sculpture and found art, and now I do a little bit of everything. I'd love to see some of your work. Do you remember the big painting in my apartment above the couch? Sure, sort of abstract, right? Very moody. That's one of mine. <laughs> I love that. You know, this might sound sort of stupid, but I am so attracted to talented people. I, I just find real talent kind of... I don't know. Sexy. Like I'm drawn to it. That's not stupid at all. I don't know why I just said that. Forget it. So where is this residency? You said you'll be there for the next nine months? It's on this farm just outside of town. It's not far. I can get back to the city anytime I want. No problem. And if I had anywhere to be, you know, or, or anyone to see. Huh? That's convenient. Very. And I can have visitors during the residency, too. Got my own living space there all to myself, so I can, you know, totally have guests come and stay. Even overnight, if I wanted. And they wanted. Jason, I don't... It's okay. You're not doing anything wrong. Hey, we haven't even kissed yet. Keith doesn't have to know about this. Keith isn't the problem. It's me. I don't know.
never thought I had commitment issues before, but now. Commitment issues? What are you talking about commitment issues? You, my friend, do not have commitment issues. You're the most committed person I know. You don't know everything about me. You haven't seen the worst parts. I know enough. You've been with this guy, this, this guy you don't even get along with. We get along. You said you fight all the time, and he moves out every other month. But we always make up. He's never actually left the building. Now, my point is, you've been with him for, what, six years? And hell, you're supporting him financially, you're paying the rent, you're taking care of him while he's sick, and you feel guilty when you talk to another guy, and then you think you have commitment issues. Seven. What? It's been almost seven years. Next month. <laughs> Look, we should all have your commitment issues. I don't know. Don't you think? Then why did I go to your open house? <laughs> I don't need a studio apartment. Studio apartments are for loners and eccentrics. No, they're for broke guys who are still looking for a boyfriend. Well, I'm not broke and I already have a boyfriend. I always thought I was good at hanging on to people, taking care of them, you know? Really being there for them. But I don't know why I feel so... So... So what? So... Trapped. I was thinking about Herman. Who? I had this pet turtle when I was a kid. His name was Herman. He didn't really do much, just sort of hung out in his tank. But I loved having a pet. I loved being the one to take care of him, feeding him crickets, stroking his shell, even cleaning the tank. I liked having this turtle's whole life depend on me. I guess I liked being able to make another living creature happy, make a difference in his life. Why are you telling me this? Like, why, why are you thinking about this right now? Because now I wonder how the hell Herman could stand it. Living his whole damn life in that little glass cage with his house strapped on his back. You need to make a change, Larry. You can't go on like this. Sometimes I wonder how things would have gone if Keith didn't get sick. But that's not fair. It's not his fault he got sick. Well, it's not your fault either. It's nobody's fault. And it doesn't have anything to do with your relationship. Look, you, you can't just ignore the problems between you because he got sick. You have to be honest with him. I can't do that. He'd be furious. He'd... He'd what? He'd, he'd move out? You'd have a fight? So what? You always do anyway. It's not the same. We fight about yogurt and labradoodles and stupid things. This is serious. It's important. That is why you should talk about it. I, I wouldn't know what to say. Just talk to him. Say what you said to me. Tell him how you're feeling, just like we're talking right now. It's different with you. I can talk to you. I can be myself with you. I know what you mean. I feel the same way. This is our third time meeting, you know. I know. Not that I was keeping track or anything. I'm keeping track. Oh. So you could almost say like this is our third date. It's not a date. But it almost is. And you know the old third date rule. Actually, I don't. Everyone knows the third date rule. All right, I know the rule, but this isn't a date. Not really. Well, I invited you to lunch. Now we're having lunch together, alone, with spiked boozy milkshakes. That kind of sounds like a date to me. Well, okay, maybe, but it isn't a third date. Now, I told you I'm keeping track. There was the open house the other night at my place and today at lunch. That is three times. I remember. The open house wasn't a date. We weren't alone. There were other people looking at the apartment besides me. Oh, okay, fine. This is our second date, and then we can round up. That's not the rule. It's okay. We can break a rule. Bend it a little. You can't just break the rule. Then it wouldn't be a rule. It's fun to break the rules. That's what they're for. I'm already breaking too many rules. I shouldn't even be here. Larry, can you stop worrying so much. All right? Life isn't so hard, you know? Just figure out what you want, and you go after it. How? Like this. See? Was that so hard? Oh, God. I can't... I shouldn't... I can't believe I just kissed you. Hey, it's no big deal. It's, it's just a kiss. This is our third date, remember? Oh, God. I have to go. 
Keith can't find out about this. I've been meaning to tell you, you can't call my home number again. Don't leave any messages. He checks the machine before I do. He checks caller ID too. How am I supposed to get in touch with you then? Did you have a work number at least? You won't need to. I'll get in touch with you. Just promise me you won't call our place, okay? Or at least don't leave any messages on the machine. Okay, I, I guess, but I need to know about the studio. I haven't talked to anyone about it. It's yours if you want it. I should go. I have to get back to work. Don't call. Remember. Larry, wait! What about the studio? expecting any delivery. Delivery for Larry! Delivery for Larry? What kind of delivery? It's a surprise, sir. Come on up. Good evening. Is Larry here? No. Who are you? Just the messenger, sir. Larry's expecting me. What for? I told him I'd bring by some new items for him to look at. Items? To buy. I'm a door-to-door -door salesman. Last time I saw him, Larry didn't seem interested in anything I had for sale, so I told him I'd come back with some new options. Is he coming back soon? I really think he'll like what I have to show him. Last time? How many times have you seen him? Just the once, but he made an impression on me. Sometimes the challenging customers turn out to be the best sales. The secret is finding something they really want, even if they don't know they want it yet. Well, he's not here. And I don't think he'd be interested in anything you have. Why don't I show you instead? You probably know what he'd like. You're his roommate, right? I'm his boyfriend? Sure. Sure. No problem. Even better. So, let me show you what I have. Larry's going to love it. I'm not interested. And we don't allow solicitors in this building? Oh, don't worry, sir. This isn't a cold sales call. Larry invited me back. Take a look at this marvelous gadget. I promise you, you'll love it. It would be the perfect romantic gift for your boyfriend. Look, it's a pen light. But this is no ordinary pen light. It's a light that's literally a pen. See, you can write with it. And you can see in the dark with it. How romantic is that? That's completely pointless. The light and the pen are on opposite ends, so you can't use them both at once. Why would you be writing in the dark? Okay, not a problem. Try this on for size. It's a rubber glove with massaging nubs to give yourself a nice head rub while also combing your hair, and it works on pets, too. Rare! We don't have pets. Did I mention it works on humans, too? Look, you need to leave. No, wait! You're gonna love this one, trust me. It's a miniature vacuum cleaner that sucks the air out of plastic bags so you can store your sweaters in half the space. And it works to vacuum seal your raw meat to stay fresh longer in the freezer. Not to mention, it vacuums the floor just like a regular vacuum. That's utterly ridiculous. I'm sorry, but these gadgets are all silly pieces of junk. I doubt they even work. That was harsh. We're not interested. I'm sure Larry didn't really invite you back. He was probably just being polite. Please leave now and don't come back. If you could just tell Larry I stopped by. And maybe just tell him about the pen line. Yeah, sure thing. Bye.
How did you get in? I didn't buzz you in. Not a problem. I just buzzed all the neighbors in the building until one of them let me in. Well, you're not supposed to be here. There's a sign downstairs. No soliciting. Oh, not a solicitor. I'm looking for Larry. Larry again? What do you want him for? You're Keith, right? He told me all about you. Who are you? Can I come in? Larry's not here. I don't mind waiting. I don't know when he'll be back. Oh, he said he's usually home around 7. That's five minutes from now. Well, you can't come in. Well, I just did. Who the hell are you? My name's Jason. I'm a friend of Larry's, and I need to talk to him. I've been calling him. He hasn't answered any of my calls, and he said not to leave messages, so I decided to come over. When did he say... He said not to leave any messages. No, when did he say it? When did he talk to you? Oh, the other day. We've hung out several times. Um, I'm not sure which time it was. He wanted to check out my place. You're the one with the studio, aren't you? Yep, that's me. You know that message you intercepted that you never gave him? That was me. You know, you two should really have your own voicemails. You don't need to wait for Larry. He's not interested in the studio. Well, he seems interested. Well, he's not. Why would he be interested in a studio when he shares this beautiful, tastefully decorated two-bedroom apartment with me? It was a mistake. Really, you don't have to wait for him, I would know. I think I'll just wait and talk to him for myself, if you don't mind. I mind. Larry! Hi. Jason, what are you doing here? That's what I'd like to know. You moved the couch again. What is this asshole doing here in our home? Larry, come in, sit down, make yourself comfortable. Is there another chair? Well, there's usually a couch. Keith moved it to the other bedroom to sleep on. You usually wait for me to help you move it. I did it myself. What is he doing here? It's pretty heavy. I moved it. Would you tell me what's going on? I'm just saying it's pretty heavy for one person. I can do it myself now, okay? I don't need your help for every little thing. Uh, Larry, is this a bad time? Of course not! This is just fine. This is a great time. Everything is just beautiful. I didn't tell him to come here. I couldn't reach you by phone. You said not to leave any messages at your home number. So you come here instead? You need to tell me exactly what's going on here or I'm going to explode right now! Keith, I think we need to talk. Now? With him here? Look, Jason, I'm sorry to get you involved in all this. I don't mind, really. But you should go. Hey, I just need to know what you decided about the studio. That is all. I can't. Are you sure? I can't. Not the studio, not anything. I just can't. Not anything? What does that mean? He wants to move out and get his own place and start going out with me. But he thinks he can't because he has to stay here and take care of you or, or something. Jason, I really need you to leave. Please. Is it true what he said? I'm sure about the studio. Give it to somebody else. I just think you should be honest with him. Tell him what you told me. Tell him about your relationship and how you feel. You went and talked about our relationship to a complete stranger. I'm not a stranger. Not anymore. Seriously, dude, could you mind your own business? This is my business. I'm making it my business. Excuse me? Someone has to stand up for him. He's, he's so caught up in taking care of you that he can't even tell what he wants for himself. I don't need him to take care of me. No, you just need him to pay the rent. Jason. Screw you. It's true and you know it. If you really honestly cared about him, you would realize he's only staying because he knows you need him. And you just thought you'd come over here and make a public service announcement. What's it to you? Well, that's up to Larry. Larry, what did you do? I didn't do anything wrong. Is that what he told you? Maybe not in his crazy, messed up world, but here in the real world with all of us normal people, sneaking around on your boyfriend, seeing other guys behind his back is something wrong. Fine. I'm a terrible person. I had a cup of coffee with another human being besides you. And yes, I even had an actual conversation about something other than one of your goddamn neuroses. Bullshit! So why don't you just go ahead and move out if I'm such a terrible boyfriend? I already moved out! For real, Keith. I mean for real. Not just dragging the couch to the other bedroom for real. 
for once in your life, actually change something if you want to. It seems like you're the one who really wants to move out. Come on, Larry, it's perfect timing. You can move in right away. It comes furnished. No, damn it, Jason. I don't want the damn studio, all right? Larry, just calm down. Okay, let's just relax. We can talk about it. And look, we don't have to jump into anything. We, we can take it slow and we can move in and we're already practically dating. You're what? We're dating, we're seeing each other. We're, we're going out, we're romantically involved. Man, you are seriously annoying. Is this true? Have you been seeing him? I'm not doing anything with anybody. To be fair, we haven't actually had sex yet. You said no more secrets. I'm getting tired of all the secrets. Look, Larry, you don't have to hide it anymore, man. J just tell him and we can be together. This is what you really want. I told you he didn't want it. Didn't I tell you you were wasting your time? I don't want you either. What are you talking about? I don't want you, either of you. I don't want to answer anything. I don't want to talk about anything. I don't want to explain anything. Larry, come on. You're just spiraling. You know you want to be with me. You said it yourself. You're just wound up. You've been stuck in this thing with Keith for too long and you're at the end of your rope. I get it, okay? But, but don't take it out on me, okay? I'm not the problem here. No, I'm tired of this. You think you're tired? I'm tired. Take it easy, Larry. It's okay. Jason will leave and we can talk. It'll be okay. Hey, I'm not going anywhere. It's not about him and I don't want to talk. I don't want things to be okay. Larry. You keep your damn studio and you keep your damn couch and you both keep your questions and your talking and your relationship. Crap, I don't want any of it. I've had enough. Wow. Shut up. I mean, wow, you know, like, I knew he was feeling a little inhibited with you, you know, a little trap, but wow, I never saw that one coming. Did you? Do you ever shut up? No, I never saw it coming. Somewhere deep down, I think some part of me was always afraid of something like this. Afraid I'd lose him. Wish I hadn't moved the couch. I hope you move it back. It doesn't matter anymore. He's gone. He'll come back. He's just upset. But will he come back to me or to you? That's up to Larry. I hate being mean. Not that I think I am. I mean, who can help getting sick? I couldn't help it. But a little part of me always wondered and worried that maybe he would think I was needy. We're all needy. We all need something from the people around us. We're human. You know, it really pisses me off. It really pisses me off that I had to get this cancer and it takes over my life for 18 months and I think I'm going to lose everything and then I finally beat it and I get better and along comes this asshole to steal my boyfriend and I lose everything anyway. That just seems like a raw deal. Mm. I'm sorry, by the way. For stealing my boyfriend? No, I, I meant about the cancer. It's gone now. At least that's what they say. They do their scans and their tests but you never really know for sure, do you? Nothing's ever for sure. What is it Larry needs? What do you mean? From who? I don't know. From me. From life. You said we all need something. Everyone needs something. What does Larry need that I can't give him? I don't know. Not to be needed, maybe. We had a good thing going, you know? We had something special. It wasn't perfect, but it was something. Almost seven years. I don't know why you would throw that away. He wants more. I don't think he's coming back. To either of us.
I hope you enjoyed Open House, but now it is time to get real here, people. There are only two episodes left in our first season, and we are still 150 listeners away from our goal of 500. We are getting so close, so it's time for you to jump in and help push us over the finish line by sharing this episode with your BFF, your mom, your brother, and of course, water cooler Wendy from work. And don't forget to find Premiere the Play on Instagram and Facebook to keep up with the latest. Open House was written by Jane M. Lee and directed by Padra Crisofuli, with sound design by Kevin Silva. Larry was played by Jeff Donnell, Keith by Brendan Clifford, Jason by Cameron Lay, The Salesman by Matt Landig, The Television Voice by V. Ritchie, and The Intercom Voice by Matt W. Kim. Check out our digital programs to learn more about the cast and crew at deanproductionstheater.com forward slash premiere hyphen the hyphen play. We'll be back next week with a spring break murder in Touch the Moon. You've been listening to Premiere the Play, featuring new plays from around the world. Produced by Dean Productions, a 501c3 nonprofit. Like what you hear? Visit our website for past episodes and to make a tax-deductible donation.